And we're back with the second half of the failure effect today. We're with David Madenge, aka Nameless. Eish. AKA Monsky, as yes. his close friends know. AKA him. Baba Girls. <laughs> yeah. Now, mm-hmm. Here is the thing is that you have managed to craft a successful career mm. in the music business, and this isn't easy. You know? Yeah, it's yeah. not easy for sure. I'm pretty sure you know all about like how how did you where did you start? Um, okay. I think for me, where I'm right now in life, every time people would say you've crafted a successful, I would say no, I don't feel it's successful. Mm-hmm. You know, I've always been too self-critical, right? Um, it's now in this area of my life that I'm having a more positive outlook and say, okay, Monsky, to be honest, umejaribu. <laughs> You get, yeah. yeah, as much as the whole time people would say, you know, you've had, uh, you know, successful. I'd be like, no, I don't feel I've managed. I don't, I don't think I've, I've done what I could have done and stuff like that. But now I look back, I'm like, yo, this is a career fast that um, it's like a jungle. Okay, it's like literally we're, we're urban, urban pop pioneers. We didn't really like have a blueprint. Mm-hmm. Um, there are no strong mentors who can be able to tell you this is how it is, this is the record label, this is how you set it up. So you're doing things, um, you're all learning from each other yeah. and making mistakes and not even knowing it's a mistake until much later, like, oh man, I should have known this and, and, and stuff like that. So, so in retrospect, I can be like, wow, there, there, there are other skill sets that I realize are very important for this kind of career. You see, I studied architecture and architecture has some form of structure. Mm-hmm. Go here, study this, do this, come out, spend two years, do a professional exam and charge this, go to this association. Everything is literally set for you. Right. So you just have to use your skill. Um, and this one now, nothing really is really set for you. You know, there's a bit of a bit of structure, but it's very, it was very young. So, and then you start realizing you have to share a lot of your work to the public mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not easy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because anything you've created you're emotional about you're emotionally connected to mm-hmm. so it's like your children being put there and being dissed <laughs> <laughs> it's painful man you are a writer you understand all those yes. things when you put your heart out and then some guy just comes and just says something and you're like yeah, <gasps> yeah. <laughs> so you you don't even know that there's a mental health thing you're about to have to deal with mm-hmm. You don't even know that um, you're going to have to learn how to read the market well. You're not just creating music. You're going to learn how to read feedback. You're a full organization without you knowing. Right. Um, you have to have, without you knowing, you, you within yourself have to have a research and development department. And you don't know that. So one-man show. Yeah, one-man show. You're not even aware that <laughs> my friend. Right. You're going to have to have a human resource department yeah. where you literally check yourself and how you're doing you have to know how to negotiate before you even understand what your value is people don't know their value they don't know whether they are overcharging or undercharging Mm -hmm. you can't tell yeah because it's not a a salary that you come and you're told we'll pay you this because this is the standard fee there are no standard fees in in entertainment Mm -hmm. so my friend it is learning on the job failing mistaking and it's even worse when you're a pioneer because you have to make the mistakes for other people to now learn from. Yes. So even when we talk with my fellow like pioneers who we started off, I have, we have to reaffirm to each other like, bro, be proud of your mistakes. Mm-hmm. Be proud of your failures because it's from that that others 
will will build from mm-hmm. and there's no way you could have succeeded in everything right you had to take risks you had to fail you had to you know you had to go through your downs so there are moments you find your shine just dims and you're wondering why is it I mean, this light has dimmed, yeah, man. What's oh, happening? What did I do wrong? I'm just doing what I was doing. <laughs> Till you realize it has to dim. Yeah. It's not your fault. Mm-hmm. The light has to dim. Okay. And it has to move to another person. So, yeah, that, 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 those were kind of like kind of challenges. Okay. So, mm. when you started out after yeah. Neto convinced you to go onto a stage and then yeah. you called Capital FM mm. and then Mega Raider became a hit, did you emerge into the market like on a dip? Or on a high, what what were the? Ideas I feel like, like I feel like uh, um, the first two years before I got that Megreda break, it was a more of us just going to places and begging them for us to perform. <laughs> They're yeah. like, "Who are you guys, Sawa? <laughs> Why are you here? Okay, Sawa." Like we were begging to be on. <laughs> I never, I didn't want to do it anyway. And it was always to push me. I'm like, ah, oh, again, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but um, when I got the break. When I won that competition and I recorded the song with guidance from Tejo Sire, shout out to Tejo Sire. I would say it was my first major mentor musically. Mm-hmm. He kind of like gave me some tips on getting a hook and my storytelling and gave me a really good beat. So um, then the song really just hit. Yeah. And, and it, was a, it was more of a radio song, but... It, I started getting calls yeah. with just one song. Hey, come perform here. So I had to quickly think, I need a stage act. Mm-hmm. I need a vibe. So I got two dancers. I made sure it's a, it's something to watch and be like, that was nice and different. And, 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 and I would really look at the audience and see what worked, what didn't work, how should I change and all that. So, so on that aspect, I was lucky that Nameless started you know, Megareda, a, a, a so-called hit song. But then I got into a career where I realized, okay, well, that doesn't mean now everything is fine. Yeah. Um, I remember I wasn't an A-list artist in the record label. Mm-hmm. Tejo Sire's record label. At that time, there was Giddy Giddy Maji Maji uh-huh. and um, Darling P and yeah. Stu. So those were the main acts. So you are a B-list artist. So probably being a B-list artist, there's not really much time for you. Yeah. And the audience is asking, we don't, we want more from you and you, you cannot get in time from the producer because he also has a limited time and a brain. So he has to focus on where he knows, here I'm making money. Mm-hmm. So that also kind of hit me a bit like, wow, like I'm not getting time. I'm not getting, so over time I realized, okay, maybe I'm not like a priority here. Mm-hmm. And that's, then I moved to, to Ogopa DJs. Right. And that's where I felt that now magic really happened. Can I ask you something? Yeah. What, because obviously moving to Ogopa was the game changer for you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What was it that, drove you was was it did they call you did you have a feeling let me go and experiment i i i i, I was interested in them that okay. now i'm looking back i'm like i was i really was doing my research yes i didn't know that's what it was mm-hmm. <laughs> but i was like who's that who did that song i like that sound mm-hmm. that i'm like sg baby cool chameleon uh, who then i go on a show with them and i'm like their show used to be hyped <laughs> Buggy I'm like, who are these guys, man? You know, my song was a bit more calm. Yeah. Mega Raida. I'm like, yo, I need a song that has energy. Mm-hmm. Who are they? They are called Ogopa DJs. Okay, I want to find them. Mm-hmm. So I went looking for them. So I met Lucas Bikedo. 
<laughs> Lucas never shows emotion. Yes. <laughs> He's like, I'm like, hey, I'm nameless. He's like, eh. Yeah, that guy didn't make an idea. I'm like, nigga, what? <laughs> like, yeah, I show a bit of, you know. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, so we started working and I, I the first song I did there was Majitu. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, I want to do a song, you know, about, you know, Majitu, sinister song. Ili gonga ukuta. Guys are like, what is that? Failure number one. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. There, was a, there was some fails and I'm like, ah, oh, why didn't guys like that song? Like, I thought they would like that whole sinister vibe. I used to like Undertaker, you know, just like. Yeah. Guys are like, what are you trying to do, you know? So I kind of like reevaluated and said, maybe guys just want nice, simple stuff, mm-hmm. dance. So I did Manaless. So it was still, it was more dance and vibey, but it was more vibe music, mm-hmm. yeah, not concept music. Right. It was like just. Kama umezali wa Afrika, lazima ujua kukatika. You know, it's time to shake your booty out. Like you're in my video. I am losing my mind. When I shake your booty, you know. Those, <laughs> so, lines, those are the lines who fell for. Like that. <laughs> Imagine, man, say, babe. I'm like, ikisha mutu box, man, say, you know. So guys were like, yeah, that's yeah. what we kind of like, you know, mm. simple vibes like that. So I'm like, okay. Okay, I see what you want. So that was kind of like uh, when you say design thinking, mm-hmm. you're looking and saying, what are guys vibing to? Yeah. So you fail something and then you you learn from it and be okay. Yeah, so those are kind of like my beginning um, journey of trying to understand what's this pop? Mm-hmm. What do guys like? And what 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 do they like from me yeah. that's different? Because at that time, Kalamashaka was. Wow. Hardcore oh, rap. yes, they were. Yeah, but Tough yeah. City, Maisha mm-hmm. Ukodini, you know. But mm-hmm. but they 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 had their own audience. And I I wanted to be like them, but I just couldn't. Yeah. I'm trying, bro. I'm yeah. trying, but my, my raps are not coming out the same <laughs> way. So I like, find your lane, bro, you know. Yeah. So, so yeah, so I kind of found my lane in a way that mine was more vibe music. Mine was more feel good. You know, by the time I was doing in a no-key, it was more like that you feel like removing your underwear. Now that's the part guys are like, oh, <laughs> remove your underwear. <laughs> like, really? <laughs> I know, right? But I was like, I wanted guys to forget their problems yeah. when they are listening to my music. Yeah, they are not there to come and now analyze why they have struggles. They are mm-hmm. more like, Sahaw Shidazako when you're singing these songs. So that became kind of like my, my mission. Mm-hmm. Yeah, make you just transport you to a place where you just have a good time. Right. And then you'll go back on Monday to deal with your problems. Yeah. <laughs> but in the meantime, yeah, in the, the club on Saturday night. Yeah, let's have a good time. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But then your sound flipped. There must have been yeah. something that happened in between yeah, yeah, doing yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. So I went to know, you know, okay, that, that was my the height of my career. Yeah. Like, like, honestly, 2004, 2005, I was just finishing my degree. And I, I actually made a decision like, yo, it was started like a joke. Mm-hmm. But this can be a career. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, you're a musician. Mm-hmm. You might be a part-time architect, but bro, like everyone has shown you that this is what we want from you. And I got a lot of fulfillment from it. Yeah. So I, you know, started it, pushed it as that, looked at it as a profession, tried to, you know, now think deeper into it. Um, but after one year of two of that, by 2005, I got married. Um, that was also a big part of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, I think I'm ready to get married. But after I got married, I felt like my shine whoosh, went down. Yeah. Okay. 
I don't blame my wife. Uh, but it this was... is very important to say. Otherwise, <laughs> tonight you might be sleeping on the couch. So. <laughs> I know. I mean, I know how to live, man. The 25 years, you know. The, the battles to fight. <laughs> you need to be wise in this. No, anyway. Yeah, yeah so it kind of did because I think my, the, the sound, yeah. guys have got, gotten used to that initial sound that come with, uh, you know, Gopa. So, yeah, it kind of like dipped and I didn't even understand what was happening. I was like, why am I, why are guys not feeling me the way they would feel me before? But um, what it was, was the audience was calling for a reinvention. Mm-hmm. How can you reinvent uh, in a way that we can create new excitement? I noticed my, my rate card was going too low. Mm-hmm. Whatever I was demanding for, guys aren't willing to pay. So it has to go low. And I'm like, yo, this is too low. What is happening? Uh-huh. So I can remember feeling kind of depressed also, becoming very unsure. Because of for some point I was very sure I'm like, not to a hit, not to a hit, yeah, hot step, a hit, you know, like I'm just like juju, hit, everything, you know? yeah, deadly, chop out, you know, yeah. like your confidence is built, so yeah. like now I'm there, yeah, then you're like, no, it's not happening the way you want, so chuck something, it's not, doesn't hit, what, what. I remember he chucked a song with Nyashinsky and it didn't really become as big, mm-hmm. but that was during the time I was trying to find my footing, yeah. So that kind of gave me a bit of stress, quite a bit of stress. For about a year or two after I got married, I was like, what is not happening? Right. Has my career ended? And I was so excited about it. But of course, it was a reinvention that that was being needed from me. So I went to see many different producers mm-hmm. and be like, I just want a new sound, a new vibe. They would find it hard because everyone is a pioneer. Yeah. Everyone is new. So they don't know what to give you. They don't know how to help you. Mm-hmm. So they give you what you already have. You're like, no, I'm looking for something different. So RK was one who played for me by mistake a track. What do you mean by mistake? He like, was just showing me like tracks and then he played mm-hmm. one. And he said, oh, so that's, that's for my album, which is like my last song. I'm trying to think what song to uh-huh. write. And I'm like, let me hear that song. Let me hear that. And I'm like, it's like, you like that? I'm like, yeah. What's that? Zook. I think I can do that. But it's like, but your music is high energy. I'm like, no. And that's how Sincere came up. Mm -hmm. I just went home. I wrote that song in like two hours. I'm like, Mm -hmm. bro, I found my reinvention. I sent it to Ogopa, who I'd moved out of the camp, but we're still friends. Mm -hmm. Which is also another important thing to keep not burning bridges. Yeah. So he listened and said, you know what? I think this is your reinvention song. Mm -hmm. So when I released, when he did it, we did the video, released it. It took me up again. And I was like, oh, now I'm back up again. Yeah. So now I understood from that experience that, you know, these careers have also, um, you know, the kind of like patterns mm-hmm. where you come up, you go down, you come up. You just have to find how to reinvent yourself. Right. Which, which I define as changing without changing. So okay. you change something, but you still retain something that people still feel this is still nameless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, and this is replicated. doesn't matter whether you're in employment or whether oh, yeah. you're in business yeah. or whether yeah. you're a creative preneur like you are. Exactly. Yeah. You begin to realize that in all careers, you, there's a time, you know, even in podcasting, mm-hmm. you do something over some time, you now know, okay, I need to do something else to change. Yeah. But there's something I still need to keep because that's, that's what makes me, me and unique. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice to find what that is, mm-hmm. you know, and um, and and you begin to realize also then there's another pattern where, you know, you a certain age, things change at a certain point, there are new people coming up. What does that 
do to you you start getting insecure mbona unapenda huyo badala mimi realize it happens you have to have new blood so how do you how do you survive with the new blood but still have yours and you just age like fine wine how do you do that yes in whichever profession you are um even in your relationship i realized um even with us um with wifey you realize that for the long haul there you have to be reinventing yourself mm-hmm. as a person Mm-hmm. and that's when uh, realized growth mindset is so important mm-hmm. especially when we approached our 40s um anyone who's in their 40s know you start questioning a lot and and then you find things about yourself and about life that you had to find out the hard way <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah you had to find out the hard way so i'm also big on that that you 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 have to keep there's some to be a level of growth individually so that it helps you in the relationship you can't just be the same consistently unaweza bomb mtu unaweza boyana yeah yeah okay mm. actually that's a very interesting direction you've taken yeah. this interview because yeah. you you have said you know mm. several times you need to keep reinventing so yeah. how has that manifested for you in your marriage because i know you're a huge believer in self care yes and sort of putting yourself fast so to mm, speak not to mm, put your family last but you, yeah. you do need to fill your own cup yeah, before yeah. you can fill someone else's yeah, so what happened yeah. to bring it i mean back? it's 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 yeah it's because people people shouldn't confuse self love and selfishness yeah yeah i think those are things that confuse people because someone may ends up becoming selfish thinking that self love and and it's just i think self love i'd say is self awareness mm-hmm. yeah the more you understand yourself the more you're a better person to yourself yeah. and to others the less you understand yourself you'll be bad to yourself and to others mm-hmm. and and um to to increase your self awareness you can't do it alone yeah you can't you 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 like for example right now i can't tell whether my do rag <laughs> is i need to rely on you to tell me bra You're you okay. know yeah, You're yeah, okay. yeah. just just <laughs> or, or just <laughs> or or if i have something in my back yeah. you i need someone else and yeah. that's blind spots so so for me um i don't know if it's either by personality or the fact that i was a last born i've never had a problem with looking for help uh-huh. or to 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 get feedback even in my architecture they trained us to learn how to deal with it was called a crit right So you have a crit where you design something people come and chambua and say right. that's not cool. So you learn how to be like he's saying that so that I improve. Yeah. He's not saying that to put me down. Mm-hmm. So that kind of made me be very open to listen to perspectives that are not the same as mine because mm-hmm. it will make me see something I may not have seen before. So um so pretty early in my marriage we started going for counseling. When you're like Remember when I got married man the first one year I was like am I need made a mistake man so what the hell you know I was yeah. just gotten pregnant so combine that with yeah. hormones expectations yeah. everything at the same time mm-hmm. career in a deep yeah unaangalia mtu anasema wewe you know yeah. and, and 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 so I, me, I went for counseling with her pretty early by mm-hmm. the second year I was already there thinking I don't know maybe I made the wrong choice yeah. and, and the counselor I remember the first thing he said is even your body language tells me you guys love each other okay and I was like 
He says, yeah, those issues you have, it's normal. Mm-hmm. It's like, for real? He's like, yeah, yeah. It, 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 no, it's not even possible for it to be perfect. Uh-huh. So that changed my perspective. So I stopped looking at having issues as a negative thing. It's just an unresolved thing. Right. So that, that for me, I thank God I went pretty early because even when we would have major issues, I would just, in the bottom of my mind, know it's just an unresolved thing. I don't have the solution yet, but I'll find it at some point. And I'll go back for more information. Mm-hmm. But what that would do, it would force me to know myself more. Right. And um, even her. Yeah, but uh, so in our 30s, I know there was a lot of trying to understand. Is it my expectations that are too high? Is it you who's not understanding? There's a lot of pull and back. And, uh, your careers are over here. Your children are over there. You know, there are too many things pulling you mm-hmm. up and about that... Um, that constrain uh, a, a relationship yeah. without tools. So I would notice it everywhere. I turned around, who are gonna stress gonna... <laughs> So like, have you all been set up? <laughs> like, <laughs> why? Like, what's going on here, you know? Yeah. And as I told you, me, I can pat, I have pattern recognition. <laughs> so I'm yes. like, oh, there's something <laughs> off here. Mm-hmm. Okay, where is the problem? Mm-hmm. So I started looking to try and understand, is it, has society not, uh, got this right? I'm like, yeah, society hasn't got it right. Mm-hmm. They've created rules, but they don't have the tools. They've not given the tools, but they've created rules. So I keep saying, yeah, society is rules with no tools. <laughs> so you have to find your own tools. That's a good line. You should put that in a song. Yeah, in a song, yeah. <laughs> rules with no tools. <laughs> yeah, so, so, so you have to have yeah. um, the humility to find the right tools. Mm-hmm. Um, and with humility comes compassion. You're like, oh, wow, I can kind of see your perspective as well. And then, and you need a support team. So for me, I say um, what I've done, because of all those struggles, ups and downs, at times you look at each other like, what are you doing in my life? It's normal. Mm-hmm. Um, even in my music career, my relationship, I, I and even my own self-growth, I have a very interesting now, this is now in my 40s that I've really now become very conscious about it. Mm-hmm. Is I have like a board. And this board, they don't even know they are, they are my board. Oh, okay. <laughs> where, where, who are they and how do they exist? <laughs> they, are, they, are, they are just people around me that I, I, I end up talking to a lot yeah. and kind of give me perspective that make me make a decision as like the CEO mm-hmm. or 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 the, um, the chairman of the board, right? So I'll have my siblings are pretty strong in terms of this. They're my they're all my older siblings, so mm-hmm. I, I value their opinion, and we kind of come from the same families. So we have, have similar values, so they give me without them knowing mm-hmm. or them knowing, they give me a lot of perspective. And I have a few friends who give me also, because they know me as a person since I was in my 20s or something. So they're guys I like, I like this guy, he's very objective. Mm-hmm. He's kind of like me and all that. I like this guy, he's not like me. And so every time I'm having to have a major decision um, and I'm struggling with something, I'll, I'll have that. And then I have my life coach, uh, my therapist, they're also in the board without them knowing. Wow. wow. <laughs> um, my psychologist, you know. <laughs> and and that that side is more the science based side mm-hmm. because they have now 
they've studied something that gives me now more proper data mm-hmm. you get and then the friends are more like they know me and they care about me so they give me some level of perspective then i am very introspective myself so i question a lot every time i come out of a situation or I think i'll go back and be like you know what did i do right or wrong and what what so i saw that as also a good thing because it helps me check and say okay ulichoma mhm Okay, hapo ulichoma. Hapo yeah alichoma. Yeah. So I always see my contribution because that's all I can handle. So but that has happened a lot more in my 40s because even in our relationship when we were struggling a lot we had to take like a wait. You know like um um are we is there something not that we're not getting right? Yeah. You know and and a step back from the relationship. And it was kind of lucky that we both kind of felt it. at the same time because we're kind of like similar in age that were like wait is just something we're not getting right here mm-hmm. you know are we are we are we meant to be or not you know yeah okay. so so that was a major turning point um just as we were approaching 40 and it's basically midlife without knowing it was basically midlife and some relationships break yeah and some relationships become stronger stronger so i think ours were lucky it became stronger because we took um you know there were moments of issues moved out of home a bit you know Wait, it you wasn't moved, you, moved you. out to some level okay um to be able to to kind of like step back okay you get and um it was so funny because even if i did that it wasn't as acrimonious mm-hmm. um to the point that it and it wasn't you know wasn't as dramatic mm-hmm. but i felt it came at the right time you get it came at a time that we could focus on on looking at you know of course you have those moments you move out a bit but you're in an angry state of mind and mm-hmm. angry or, or you're focusing on another person the yeah, person is what what you go with your boys this one was different this one was like wait let me step away let me just reflect on me and her you know mm-hmm. reflect on her and and we did it in a very in a very i feel now i look back pretty much away yeah and it forced us to focus on our own issues so right it was not like you you it was more like hey if this thing is to end i have to be with me only yeah so i need to focus on me and even ash is like if this is to end then it's me so i have to i can't be focusing on that and that was the 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 paradigm shift that really i think helped us because now it was more about checking yourself not focusing on the other person's issues so i have yeah. a question about this taking an actual physical break from your mm. spouse because mm. usually when the conversation comes up what a wife hears is oh Yeah. This guy wants, you know, to go out get a through pla- yeah, pass to play pass. away games. Yeah. So, how did you handle it in a natural manner? It was um we didn't define it as a break. We didn't define it as a separation. Yeah. It was like a time out. Like, okay. Yo. And um that's why I say I think it was a very healthy time. Very well lucky enough it was a very mature like I'm really need to introspect. Mm-hmm. and i need to introspect away from just the pressure of our relationship and the pressure of the public and the pressure of family i need to find a very clever way to 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 stop focusing on me so it was even more mental than it was physical 
Mm-hmm. You get? Yeah. So we could even be in the same house. We could even be doing the same project, but we are at that point right. checking ourselves and saying, this could end and it could be okay. Okay. And that's a very interesting mindset. This yeah. could end and it could be okay. Because in a way that gives you freedom to be more in the relationship, I said. Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. That was like, for me, a big thing, like that it could be okay. And mm-hmm. don't, don't be here because of fear mm-hmm. of the unknown. Be here because you've chosen to be here. Right. So, so this wasn't something I was going to televise. I didn't want to be messed with what it's not. It wasn't a through pass kind of scenario. Hey, now I can. No, that, that that it was a level of mature. Like, listen, man, we are we are we are reaching half of our lives, man. It needs to make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if it doesn't make sense, then you know. And I don't have beef with you. Yeah, you're actually a good person, but are you a good person for me? Am I a good person for you, mm-hmm. or not? You know. So so for me, that paradigm shift of it, it could end and it could be okay. That paradigm shift of let me focus on my issues, let me not keep seeing your issues, luckily um, was the right basis to have that kind of um, time out, mm-hmm. kind of, where you're now checking. So now that's when I started getting into books like um, Seven Habits. Mm-hmm. And I read it like, whoa, this is so interesting. Could the problem just be tools? <laughs> Do right. Get? Yeah. Is it just tools? Like, I wouldn't, I mean, I think it's tools. Okay. I think we, we, we were trying to, to pull some rules up here, but with just the wrong tools. And the tools are given to you through religion, through tradition, through culture, through what. And sometimes they are not the right tools. Mm-hmm. So you're forced your own introspection with your own a bit of guidance and coaching to find the right mm-hmm. tools. So both of us would meet again and we're looking at each other differently like, maybe it's the tools. Right. Maybe I need to focus on my growth and my, 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 my issues. So slowly by slowly, you know, even mentally, we started now analyzing things in a way that I remember the decision to say we want to do this was more not forced, not out of fear, but out of I choose to. Mm-hmm. But I choose to if we're entering based on a growth mindset. Right. So it was, a, it, and, it, and, and she also kind of was like, yeah, I'm also in that same mindset where I'm just like, hmm. During this self-reflection, I've realized I got issues. Uh-huh. Yeah, I got issues and I, I also need to check them. And I was like, phew. Yeah, we are lucky because sometimes one person realizes and one doesn't, yeah. it ends. Yeah. Sometimes you both don't realize, mm-hmm. you just don't help. Sometimes both of you just are like, I don't need you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So those those moments of actually it could end and it could be okay. Um, your relationships run a risk of of ending mm-hmm. or restarting. Right. So so and then just after two three years of now getting into that analyzing and now having a new mindset, COVID comes in perfect time. Because now it comes in when we're already in that mindset. Yes. I think if it came in before, uh-huh. we'd be like those couples who hear man say, Wali nyongana, man say. <laughs> Yeah, sadly. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. it would have been, it, it, it would have been um, not the right environment. But yeah. lucky for us, we'd already crossed that to a point that now, we're, now we are acting together. Um, um, now 
chilling together when we're now growing together analyzing things together and then you then you find you can be together and you can even give each other space yeah which is also very important in a relationship you don't have to be each others mm-hmm. you can let you just know this is an individual who has his own growth and wants so you're in the same space but you can also give each other mm-hmm. but you have to be very very secure in yourself so yeah. yeah we had to grow in terms of our security um ourselves again it's a continuous process you even realize there are stages that people tell you even this stage today we're saying how even even in your 70s you find a new stage of yeah. you just look at life differently and you it starts making sense as i say pattern recognition it starts making <laughs> sense why the brain has to keep yeah that's the only way we evolve you 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 live you analyze you see you you understand some things about life you you teach the younger guys they come they learn something new mm-hmm. then you keep evolving and so it goes yeah okay so um you've said something about in the past about yeah. outcomes and how it's important not to be attached to them and it's interesting yeah. because listening to your relationship with Wahu it's like mm. you're not attached to being together mm. forever and because you're not attached therefore then you you you're, you're <laughs> more free to be together for the right reasons yeah, yeah you're not you're not um, and I try to do that with my kids as well I'm just like be ready for anything it's just to develop the character that can handle anything yeah mm-hmm. you can handle not not having babies yeah and you're okay even if everyone around you has a baby maybe you can't have babies mm-hmm. maybe you don't want to have babies mm-hmm. um maybe you don't want to get married maybe you want to get married it's the character that's more important than just doing things because others are doing it yeah. you know and knowing how to find purpose in any um outcome mm-hmm. so you failed how do i change this into purpose this failure had a purpose mm-hmm. and it can help me and others so so i feel like when you have that mindset then you can almost handle almost anything yeah um i say almost anything because you always have to leave that space of i still have something to learn <laughs> i can be this like i i i i'm, I'm always like mm, i i i feel i can but mm-hmm. i'm open to say wow i never saw that coming yeah mm-hmm. because i keep getting shocked when i think i've thought of everything and then boom something else i never saw that <laughs> okay <laughs> so there's something new i need to learn you know so so failures and uh, mistakes have have i realize in retrospect that in growing up you know i i i i think society life what made me really fear failing i hated the feeling of failure um and mistakes but over time and what life has taught me is you have to embrace it and true. it's it it it's uh, and they say it and it's actually true it's part of growth that there's no way you can like bro like i can't cheat you like even when i was um when i was trying to win the competition um i fangled i don't even know what mindset i had at that point uh-huh i was ready to fail and i swear I'd never have made that call if i wasn't ready to fail right And I look back and I'm like if I didn't make that call I would never have been nameless. Yeah. It was just at that point I said it's okay. Mm-hmm. If you don't win and you embarrass yourself just make the call. Yeah. The only thing I did was like but you call yourself nameless so that if you fail no one knows who it was. <laughs> you get. Mm-hmm. So I had a kind of you 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 can't totally feel zero. Yeah. 
you can't totally courage courage they say is not the absence of fear it's just knowing how to deal with the fear of it mm-hmm. so i was like okay that makes sense because i'll be like how is that person fearless is that they're not fearless they have a fear but they've known how to deal with their fear they're like, oh, okay so i'm not a you know i'm not a punk <laughs> you get so i kind of now understand that fear is part of your dna Mm-hmm. and it's there for a reason. Mm-hmm. In fact, if you're totally fearless it's dangerous. Right. You're not going to you're going to die mm-hmm. very soon. So fear, anxiety, anxiety is actually it's put in the DNA for a reason. It's okay. part of evolution. You're supposed to be anxious about something when you're not sure. Okay. It's actually a survival instinct. So it's just now how to have it in a healthy way. Right. That I'm in that mode of fear in a healthy fear. Um, um your ego has to be healthy mm-hmm. not ego is part of your your protecting yourself yes but now if you don't know how to do it the right way you you become selfish so all these things now I'm like it's my relationship with failure that I introduced my relationship with with anxiety that I have to be it's okay mm-hmm. my anxiety has helped me also survive yeah. you know and 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 help yeah but so I shouldn't look at it negative I just look at it at how do I make sure it's in in that it's in the zone of healthy mm-hmm. yeah and and it's a it's a growth because your 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 brain has had a very negative attitude for so many years how do you now relearn and adjust it to to be able to have a healthy amount mm-hmm. of fear healthy mm-hmm. amount of optimism healthy yes. we're optimistic is dangerous yes healthy amount of pragmatism like I'm so interested in the healthy zone and even when I go for coaching and therapy they they talk about the healthy zone and you're like oh that makes sense they're all they're all in us mm-hmm. for a reason mm-hmm. yeah it's not they're not there by mistake they're not there negatively yeah. it's just us finding out how to use them mm-hmm. yeah so final question yeah have you achieved ikigai ikigai tunaongea yeah. <laughs> 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 japanese guys are like what is ikigai <laughs> Mm-hmm. Ikigai, um, I once heard about Ikigai when I was in the board of Prisk and we went for a leadership course yeah. and they said um, there's this thing about finding, living your life fulfilled and is if you do four things, if you do what you love, uh, do what you're good at, find a way to have impact to society and find a way to earn from it. It's like if you f- achieve all those four, Mm-hmm. your life you feel very fulfilled it's one of the best ways to feel successful in life and i was like that's so awesome i was like where is that from this is a philosophy from mm-hmm. ikigai i'm like Where, what's ikigai <laughs> why did i know about this you know i'm like yeah. that's why you need to be exposed to more cultures and what because yeah. you can find something you resonate with that your culture was not exposing you to True. i always tell guys you know sometimes you're put in a certain meaning that you you always feel that's why I tell you some things just feel why am I entirely resonating with this mm-hmm. why am I resonating with this because I was born in maybe an environment that wasn't resonating with my inner you know so mm-hmm. when I saw that I was like I like it so it began to be something I'm always looking for mm-hmm. and I'm always striving to do so I feel like I'm within that zone and it's what guides me so it's consistent it's not like You know, I'm always like am I doing what I love am I doing what I'm good at um, in my career in my music then there are different aspects it's just not your talent it's just also your gifts there's some things you're like I'm gifted in looking at things like this so I'm I'm, I'm just 
I, I realized one of my gifts is just um, um, I'm a diplomat. Mm -hmm. So any space I get into, I try to make people see each other's points of view. And I love, when I'm doing it, I love it. Because I know I'm like, ikigai, ikigai. <laughs> you know, <laughs> these guys are clashing. I'm like, yo, but can't you see that to the side? Yeah, but you know, okay. Hey, can't you see this to the side? Yeah. yeah, then I'm like, I know this is what my creator gave me. Mm -hmm. And it, I don't have to work hard at it. So mm -hmm. put a bit of that. And then what do I love doing? Creating. So I'm like, oh, I'm still creating. In whichever form I'm doing stuff, I'm creating. So um, that's aligning to my guys. So make sure there's always a moment you're creating something that people can consume and enjoy and have a good time. Mm -hmm. And I have to be strategic um, so that I'm also earning from all these things that I'm doing, you know. So, so I'm always like in my career, I'm like, okay, what's new? Um, how, where, what are the revenue streams here? How can I ensure that I'm also still learning? Because I have to eat. My yeah. kids have to eat. Mm -hmm. And um, and then finally, um, impact. Are you causing impact? So every time someone comes and tells me, you I watch this show, your, your, your reality show, man, it really changed something in how I look at stuff. I'm like, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your music really made me do this. And I did this. So your performance, I remember someone saying, Manze, your performance at Black and Wine was therapy for me. I was like, yeah. Like, yeah. man, you took me back to when I was a teenager Ikigai. and it did this to me. Yeah. So so I'm always very aware of that. Like, are you doing that? And and that's one of my belief systems that if I achieve that, then I'm I'm playing in a zone of living a fulfilled life. Because mm -hmm. that's I'm not very religious, I'm more spiritual. So that's those are some of my guiding principles right. of, of my decision making. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, so I feel like I'm striving mm -hmm. always striving am i fully there yet I, I i can never say i'm fully there yet right but i'm um that's my guiding principle okay and i love i love that guidance it makes sense to me wow mm. design thinking and ikigai <laughs> i never thought i'd see the two of them come together in a concert i know right so properly oh i love but that my yeah. goodness yeah. thank you so so much oh, no, no, for no. your time and for such a sparkling interview. For real, yeah. All of you who want to follow Monsky, uh, yes, sorry, Nameless, yes, yes, aka yes, yes, David yes, Mazenge, yes. um, <laughs> Tafuta him on social media. You yes. will find him, I promise you. I nameless promise Kenya, you. simple. <laughs> I'm nameless and I'm in Kenya. Like, yeah. Right. And thanks for having me. I think it's, it's um for me, I, when, when I understood the concept, when you told me the concept about that, of your relationship with fear, I mean with failure, mm -hmm. I was like, yes. Yeah. These are the kind of things that that need to be taught. Mm -hmm. Our 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 culture unfortunately doesn't doesn't teach it well. Yeah. So so you you I mean that's your ikigai as well, you know, where you're like you're like, you know, causing I mean creating impact where there are going to be so many people are going to watch and be like, thank you. That's what I needed to hear. That's 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 what's been limiting me. I've been having a negative attitude towards what I how I failed. Mm -hmm. But I'm too defensive about failing. Don't be yeah. defensive. Be like, okay, it's okay. It doesn't define me. Yes, it's just it's just a, a failure that that gives me opportunity to learn. Yeah. So yeah. So so that's why I was very happy to be here. 
Oh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you for your kind words, no, no, right? No, no, no. Appreciate it. We look forward to extending this conversation at some point in the near yes. future. And yes, meanwhile, yes, yes. for all of you, we shall see you next week for another one just like this one. You know, it's interesting that yeah. relationship between design thinking and ikigai. And ikigai yeah, because yeah, if yeah, you yeah. do put the human being that you're serving at the center of the service you're providing, yeah. and it is a service you enjoy providing. Yeah, so there's then, a way you're, 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 you're earning. Yes. Because it's you're looking at it as a business as well. Yeah. Um, a market, and then and then you're also serving them. And they, they're getting value, making mm-hmm. sure they're getting value from what you're doing. You're like, okay, I'm actually hitting two at one, yes. you know? So yeah, do you, do, you pra- do you also practice it or do you like think about it a lot? No, I strive to attain Ikigai every oh, yeah. day. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. the design thinking part that has me stumped a little bit. So. Oh yeah? <laughs> and when did you know about Ikigai by the way? Oh my God, it's been years. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah it's You've been, been maybe about five, six years. Oh nice. The first heart of a concept. So, nice, you nice, know. nice. And I'm noticing you're not kunyoing. You know me, I'm just enjoying this chai. And I was asking you because I saw them somewhere. The, the the this tea I was the like tea. I'm so curious to know mm-hmm. like because I'm a guy I'm a tea guy. Me <laughs> and <laughs> chai. Yeah, and I know there's an age you reach. Nipe chai, nipe chai. chai, chai. This is Montini's. Mm. So I've got green tea. It's a specialty tea, apparently. Oh yeah. I've got green tea here, and I've got oolong tea. What do you have? This is this is purple tea. Mm-hmm. And yeah, oh, this is a green tea you're saying in black tea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so mine is, I think I'm taking the purple tea. Wow. This, this one has the purple tea, yeah. And purple tea is really good, with, you yeah. know, with antioxidant levels. It's really high in them. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. So it's good for my health? It's good for old people told like you, us. Yeah, I told you, man, that this, this is the age where you have to think yes. about what you're eating. <laughs> and you have to do your few kilometers per day. So I was like, I'm walking to the venue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you know, I'm wearing the right shoes for that, you know. I mean, you, literally, you reach an age, you realize you have to take care of what you're eating, mm-hmm. how you're living and all that. So mm-hmm. so it's good to know that this is, and this, this one is, is not tea bags. This one's you put, you... You, you have you, to steep them. You, 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 oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going with one, right? Oh, of course, of course. Or, or two. It's our gift to you. I can't be over here enjoying this tea and then you don't give me. Like, <laughs> Montaigne's. Oh, this is nice, man. Ladies and where can, and I, can I get them... Yes, yeah. you can find them online. Online, eh? Yeah. So follow them, follow Montini's Tea on um, Instagram okay. and on Facebook. Nice. Mm-hmm. Thanks, man. So it was really nice. Um, okay. I've had a good time. It's been a therapy session as well. Oh, <laughs> Karibu Sana. That has been such a fun conversation. Yeah, that was really awesome. Thanks mm-hmm. again.